0: Hi, my name is Pam. I am a food addict and a compulsive eater, and I have many other um, compulsive food behaviors that I am happy to say I'm in recovery from, along with other things, alcohol and uh, other drugs, and I've been in 12-step program now for 22 years, and I've been in O.A. 90 abstinent since January of 2011, and it's not anything that I did on my own because I'm so smart, that's for sure. Um, It's 100% because of program, 100% because of the nine tools, and 100% because of the 12 steps. And all of the things that I've learned in program are the things that make anything that I do or, or think or feel worthwhile today. Um, I can go back, I don't know, as far as I can go back, I think probably when I was a small child and my mother was reprimanding me for going into the kitchen oh by the way i'm i'm 67 years old this year and um my highest weight was near 300 pounds and i've been maintaining a weight loss of over 150 pounds for the past 12 years as of jan- as of this january this past january um I'm five foot eight, well, actually, uh, maybe five, seven and eight because as I've gotten older, I'm losing some of my height. I don't know. Anyway, um, and I mention that because it does make a big difference to know someone's height in relation to their weight. And so um, I battled with my weight and myself, frankly, all of my life and as I start to say what I remember being a small child my mother was reprimanding me for going into the kitchen to eat something when it wasn't a meal time and she was telling me haven't I told you not to come into this kitchen between meal you could get hurt in here I don't want you eating in between you know and it was just like in the cartoon when the parent is talking and the kids listening and I was just like, blah, 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 blah. And I, all I was thinking to myself was, I'm going how to learn how to be more sneaky so I don't get caught. <laughs> and if that wasn't a warning sign of an addict in the making right there, then I don't know what would be. Um, and that's pretty much the way I spent, mm, I would say, most of my life. I think when I was younger, a a, a child, I didn't experience any um, consequences except for the occasional reprimand. But um, as I got older, I noticed that if I were to eat the way I needed to eat, and I say need because it wasn't a want. It was something that I felt like I needed to do. I used to feel a lot of my emotions with my, my stomach, like any kind of, of um, saying that you can think of, stomach in knots, stomach jumps, stomach turns, stomach butterflies in my stomach, any expression like that that you can think of, I know exactly what it means because that's how I used to feel things. And I kind of thought that maybe, I don't know, I guess I thought eating gave my stomach something else to do besides feeling. And there were many reasons for it. I'm not blaming my parents. They did the best that they could, but they didn't have the best coping skills. And there was a lot of um, arguing and and things that uh, caused a lot of distress and stress for me growing up. And I learned many ways to deal with it, Um, sports, and music and books. And I just, a lot of things. I used to spend extra time, clubs at school and after school and um it would keep me like occupied and hopefully away from any of the discord that was happening in in my home and um so again I was but the main thing that was always right there was the eating and it used to calm me down and that's what I wanted it was like a coping mechanism or skill for me and then as I got older like I said the way I needed to eat I noticed I would gain weight and that was like the worst thing that could happen I mean you know those were the days of Twiggy and you have to be of a certain age to appreciate that reference I think but it's probably no different these days and um In some way or other. And she was very, very thin, very, very famous everywhere you looked, every magazine, every whatever in those days. Um, And I guess I got an idea that that's what I was supposed to look like. And um, whenever I couldn't or didn't, I always felt very ashamed of myself and um, judged myself very harshly very critically and harshly for it. And um, so by the time I was in high school and that was going on, I found other things, drugs, alcohol, pills. In those days, they used to give out diet pills like no problem. Um, Even when I was like 18, I could go to the doctor and pay for a visit and get a prescription. And um, everything I did was sort of centered around my body image, which was very, very distorted, like whatever they call dysmorphia or whatever. I definitely had that going on because I always thought I looked so big. And now when I look back at the photos when I was younger, I was a very... Normal-sized body, and I feel so sorry for myself as a young girl that I was not able to see that. It was very painful and, and stressful for me. Uh, I don't know, but like I said, I had a distorted body image for whatever reason, and um, I would try anything to not eat, to not overeat, and and it didn't matter what it was, and I was like a little, you know. Um, amateur chemist trying to put things together like this. Like there was, like I thought there was going to be some magic formula that was going to make everything okay. That was going to make me feel better about myself or just life in general. And the, um, diabolical part of it was that it did work for a moment. Those things all worked. Like I always thought, it had to be more food, more alcohol, more marijuana or something else, fill in the blank, more uh, men, more money. Oh, that was, you know, there was just always something. And for a little while, it would, I would feel better. But as far as I could get on my own was, well, when it wore off was, well, I guess I need more of it more often. And that's all, I, that was all I could figure out on my own. So um, that was basically my whole life. I mean, I had, you know, school and jobs and then married with, you know, children and a home and I don't know, just life, a life. But it was always, like, a lot of times those things seemed like an interruption into this life that I was living in my head with food and eating. Like, what I was going to get, how I was going to get it, where I was going to eat it, if it had to be secret, if it was okay to do it in front of people, if um, it was going to be too much, if it was going to be not enough. So I had the whole range, everything from not eating, like, for days like I was lost in the desert or something and um, to binge binge eating or just, you know, constantly eating when I couldn't stop myself at all. I couldn't stop myself sometimes. And like most of the time actually, except the times when I wasn't eating at all. And everything in between Uh, diuretics, and laxatives, like anything I could get my hands on that I thought, this is my life. In my head, I just had like this battlefield. And then everything else was like, oh, I have kids. Oh, I got to go to work. Oh, I got, you know, I, I, there were interruptions almost in this life I had going on in my head with the size of my body, and how much I weighed, and the size of my clothing and what I was going to eat, what I was not going to eat, how I was going to eat it, how I was not going to eat it. This is just a constant battle. And then it was all the other substances too. And I'll cut to the chase when I ended up in rehab when I was about 45, 46 and I put down the drugs and the other and alcohol, you know, that stuff and I and it was on with the food. It was like I was eating everything I hadn't eaten for 30 years and I gained weight so rapidly. Like, and I was dieting. I was doing everything legal within sobriety, whether it was cleanses or I don't know, any kind of diet, any kind of exercise plan, every, everything everything. You name it, I tried it. There really isn't anything I didn't try. There's injections of, I don't even know what they were. I didn't care. I did it anyway. And um, man, it was, I, I just feel really, really so compassionate toward my younger self that really didn't know any better. And I kept thinking that I would find it even in sobriety. I did the legal things exercising like a maniac, dieting everything you could think of. And I still gained a hundred pounds in the first three years. This speaker's share was interrupted by an intruder. We've edited out that portion and the speaker's share will continue now. Okay, so I'm gonna to jump to what I'm like now. What I'm like now is I am so grateful that I have found a way out and i didn't find it um on my own i was i was guided to oh i i i i i go to the 90 day format i know that's a special um topic um but what i needed was a food plan that wouldn't let me eat sugar and flour i needed a food plan that had um that i didn't i didn't eat you know Um, I think somebody's unmuted. I I had a food plan where I ate enough and not too little, so weighing my food helps me a lot. And um, working all the tools every day and being in a step study all the time, these things have changed me. And in um, relation to that, my life has changed because of it and life itself has not changed. Things go wrong and people die and none of that has changed. None of that has changed. I had breast cancer treatment in 2012 and my sponsor held my hand and a lot of other people in program too every step of the way and I was able to stay abstinent. I broke my leg and I was in a wheelchair for months and I got a lot of help and again, all the guidance that I needed to stay absent. I, I last year I had. A, oh, I won't even talk about how many deaths there have been, how much loss. Yes, my best friend. Five. minutes remaining. Thank you. A reminder, five, best, thank you, dear. My, my, my best friend died suddenly and unexpectedly, along with many other losses and I stayed abstinent through it. And um, last year I had a brain bleed and completely lost the use of the right side of my body. It was completely paralyzed on the right side. And um, now I'm walking without a cane. I went from that to a wheelchair to a cane. Now I'm walking without a cane and I was able to dance with my son at his wedding in March. And so, I mean, slowly, Maybe a little shaky sometimes, but I'm getting a little better each day because program has taught me how to face up to what life brings my way. And the way that I know how to do that is with my higher power, who I call God, and it's like, and I say God, I mean program. When I say program, I mean God. I don't have one without the other. I I don't. I mean, if I if I stop working, program my all my tools every day, and my steps, that refrigerator will become my higher power so fast it'll make my head spin. And I know that because I went through a relapse in 2010, and it was one of the worst years of my life. And that's really saying something. I'll tell you, it was horrible. I thought I was going to die that way. It was very very bad. And so, when I got into a simpler way to work program where I wasn't trying always to get something for nothing while I wasn't resisting the fact that I need a power greater than myself to help me solve this problem. I can't solve it. And I have to make changes. I have to surrender. I have to accept the fact that I need this help. I have to accept the fact that I'm a food addict. I'm a compulsive eater. I have many, many compulsive eating behaviors. And I am addicted to sugar and flour. There's no getting around it. And so once I can accept those things, I have that awareness, I can take action. And when I take action, I'm also accepting the responsibility for my own surrender to this program, to the process to that power greater than myself that I call God. And it's like I was talking about before. In the, in the Spiritual Experience Appendix, in the big book, it says something like this. I'm not quoting it. It says we tap into an unsuspected inner resource that we come to identify as a power greater than ourselves. They weren't kidding when they said unsuspected because, like I said before, I always thought it was something from outside myself that was going to make me feel better. And it turns out that it's an inner resource, a higher power that I have to seek. And when I'm eating, I'm making that food my higher power. When I'm drinking, I'm making that alcohol my higher power. I don't think that's good enough for me anymore. I need a power greater than any of those things they just don't work for me anymore life is too hard without program i don't ever want to be without program program has helped me in every aspect of my life there's there's nothing in my life that program hasn't helped make better And so I say, I have quiet time in the morning, I read from the literature, I say my prayers, and um, I I make that conscious contact and enter my day that way. And many days, I stop many times during the day to acknowledge that contact again, because things can get very difficult. This physical rehabilitation from paralysis has been one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my life. And I am so grateful that I'm not eating my way through this because I probably would have never made it out of the wheelchair, honestly, the way that I used to eat. And um, I just get to have a different kind of life as long as I work those tools. I call my sponsor. I report my food, I write it up the night before and make sure I have what I need in the refrigerator and make that and stick to it. I'm sorry, what'd you say? That's 20 minutes, general reminder. Okay, thank you. And I have three committed meetings a week. I make three outreach calls a day where I speak with someone about program. I use all those tools. I have a sponsor, I am a sponsor. Um, I write throughout the day. I write for my step work. Um, I I use all the tools every day. I know it sounds impossible, but it's just my way of life now. It's become a way of life, like the whole program. I'm very, very grateful to be here. Thank you all so much for letting me share, and thank you for being here with me. I'm in um, California, Pacific Time, and my number is 408832. 8994. I have talk, text, and WhatsApp um, anytime. Thanks again. God bless you all.